Ungapo, Natabni Tapwa. This is Mr. Limbrick recording Maya, Aztecs, and the Olmecs. Turn to your books to page 115. We're starting in 4.1. The Americas refer to two continents, North America and South America. Within these two regions is a cultural region that historians call Middle America or Mesoamerica, which is made up of Mexico and Central America. Some of the early civilizations in the Americas developed in Mesoamerica. Civilizations of Middle America. Civilizations develop in the Americas. Scholars disagree about exactly when and how the first people reached the Americas. A common theory held that between 12,000 and 10,000 years ago, Paleolithic people reached North America from Asia. This migration took place during the last Ice Age, which lasted about 100,000 years ago to about 10,000 years ago. At this time, so much water froze into a thick ice sheets that sea levels dropped, exposing a land bridge between Siberia and Alaska in the area that is now known as the Bering Strait. Early evidence supported that the theory that bands of hunters and food gatherers followed herds of bison and mammoths across the land bridge between Siberia and Alaska. They slowly moved south through North America, Central America, and South America. Recent evidence suggests that people may have reached the Americas much earlier. They may have paddled small boats and fished along the coasts. As archaeologists have discovered new evidence, they have modified their theories. Researchers now base the dates of migration into the Americas mostly on evidence found at prehistoric sites. Adapting to New Environments The first Americans faced a variety of environments in which they could settle. For example, great mountain chains, the Rockies, the Eastern and the Western Sierra Madre, and the Andes, dominant in Western Americas. In addition, through the continents flow three of the world's five longest rivers, the Amazon of South America and the Missouri and the Mississippi rivers of North America. Far to the north and south of the continents, people learned to survive in icy, treeless lands. Closer to the equator, people settled in the hot, wet climate and dense vegetation of the Amazon rainforest. Elsewhere, hunters adapted to deserts like the Atacama of Chile, woodlands like those in eastern North America, and the fertile plains of both continents. Farming begins. In the Americas, as elsewhere, the greatest adaptation occurred when people learned to domesticate plants and animals. These changes took place slowly between about 8500 BC and 2000 BC. In Mesoamerica, or Middle America, Neolithic people cultivated a range of crops, including beans, sweet potatoes, peppers, tomatoes, squash, and maize, the Native American name for corn. People in South America cultivated crops such as maize and cassava, a domesticated llama, and other animals valued for their wool. By 3000 BC, in parts of South America, in 1500 BC, in parts of Mesoamerica, farmers had settled in villages. Populations then expanded, and some villages eventually grew into the 
great early cities of the Americas. Olmec civilization emerges. Many scholars consider the Olmec the first American civilization emerged in the fertile coastal areas of the Gulf of Mexico and lasted from about 1200 to 400 BC. Compared to other civilizations such as the Mayan, Aztec, and Inca, archaeologists know little about the Olmec. We do not even know what they called themselves. In fact, Olmec is the name the Aztecs later used for these people, but rich tombs and temples suggested that they had powerful class of priests. The Olmec did not build true cities, but rather priests and other leaders may have lived in ceremonial centers, while the common people lived in surrounding farming villages. Olmec Culture and Trade Ceremonial centers had large pyramid-based temples and other important buildings, such as the such much of Olmec art is carved stone. The small examples including jade figurines of people and gods. The most dramatic remains are 14 giant stone heads found in the major ceremonial centers of San Lorenzo and La Venta. Scholars think that these colossal heads, which the Olmec carved from 40-ton stones, are portraits of actual rulers. No one knows exactly how the Olmec moved these stones from distant quarries without wheeled vehicles or draft animals. Still, the evidence shows that the Olmec could mobilize a large labor force. The Olmec also engaged in trading jade, obsidian, serpentine, mica, rubber, feathers, and pottery. Through such trade, they influenced a wide area. The grinning jaguars and serpents that domesticated many Olmec carvings appear in the arts of later Mesoamerican peoples. The Olmec also invented a calendar and they carved hieroglyphic writings into stone. Recent archaeological excavations in Mexico indicate that they may have developed a writing system which would have made them the first Mesoamerican civilization to do so. Influence of the Olmec Through trade, Olmec influence spread over a wide area. Archaeologists have identified Olmec religions and artistic influences on two later Mesoamerican civilizations, the Mayans and the Aztecs. Both these civilizations built pyramid-shaped temples similar to those of the Olmec. Olmec ceremonial centers had the remains of ball courts linked to religious rituals. Similar ball courts have been found at Maya and later Aztec sites. The ball game was fast-paced and involved great skill on the part of the players. They had to keep a rubber ball in motion and send it through hoops high on the stone wall. The ball was not allowed to touch the ground. Archaeologists do not know the exact meaning of the game, but it had religious and political importance. It was also a source of entertainment for crowds of spectators. The grinning jaguars, serpents, and other images that decorate Olmec carvings appear in the arts of later people. A figure similar to the Maya god of maize is found in the Olmec paintings on the walls of San Baritolo. And the Olmec snake god is seen in the Maya god's Kukulakan and the Aztec Kualetzikolotl. The Olmec's calendar 
and its number system were passed on to later people. Their most important legacy, however, may have been the tradition of priestly leadership and religious rituals that were central to later Middle American civilizations. The Maya. Scholars have long thought that among the peoples of Olmec influence were the Maya. New evidence suggests that the Mayan have had developed ceremonial centers about the same time as the Olmec. By 300 BC, the Maya were building large cities such as El Mirador in Guatemala. By about AD 250, the Maya Golden Age, known as the Classic Period, began with city-states flourishing from the Yucatan Peninsula in southern Mexico through much of Central America. Farming Methods Before the Maya developed large population centers, like those later constructed by the Inca and Aztecs, they lived scattered across the land. They developed two farming methods that allowed them to thrive in tropical environment. In many areas, farmers burned down forests and then cleared the land in order to plant on it. After a few years, the fields were no longer fertile. The Maya would then abandon these lands until they could be used once again. In the meantime, farmers would burn and clear new lands for farming. In addition, along the banks of rivers, Maya farmers built raised fields to lift crops up above the annual floodwaters. These methods allowed the Maya to produce enough maize and other crops to support rapidly growing cities. City-states ruled over the people. The Maya cities that developed before and during the Classic period never formed an empire. Instead, individual and powerful city-states evolved. The smaller city-states ruled over the people living directly within the near and near their borders. The largest ones reigned over neighboring areas as well, often requiring nearby cities to show allegiance to their kings and to participate in their ritual activities. Over the course of hundreds of years, many different city-states held power with war war warfare and trade and consistent theme of life among them. Cities such as Palaquin, Copgan, and Piedras Negras are all carried great, great influence in their time, but the largest and most supreme power resided in their rulers of Tikal and Kalmul. While the Maya were not united politically, as later Aztec and Inca civilizations came to be, city-states maintained regular contact through a system of economic exchange, which generated much wealth. Traders carried valuable cargoes along distances by sea and along roads made of packed earth. Trade goods included items of daily use, such as honey, salt, and cotton, and non-essential but prized items such as feathers, jade, and jaguar pelts. These goods might have been used in ceremonies or to show status. Social Hierarchy Each Maya city has its own ruler, who is usually male. Maya records and carvings show that women occasionally governed on their own, or in the name of young sons. Nobles served many functions in support of a ruler. Some were military leaders, while some collected taxes and enforced laws. Others managed public works, 
similar to the way that Olmec used collective labor for monument and temple buildings. Scribes, painters, and sculptors were also very highly respected. Merchants may have formed a middle class in society. Through the wealthiest and most powerful merchants were certainly nobles, as they had been in the Olmec civilization. The majority of the Maya were farmers. They grew maize, beans, and squash, the basic food crops of Mesoamerica, as well as fruit trees and cotton, brilliant tropical flowers. To support the cities, farmers paid taxes on food and worked on construction projects. Some cities also included a population of slaves who were generally who generally were commoners who had been captured in war. Maya cultural life. The cultural life of Maya included impressive advances in learning and the arts. In addition, the Maya developed a complex polytheistic religion, perhaps inherited from the Olmec, that influenced their cultural life as well as their spiritual beliefs. Many Maya today maintain elements of traditional religion established by ancient Maya, such as the belief that each person's spirit is associated with a particular animal. A legacy in stone. The cities of Maya are known today for their towering examples of temples and palaces built from stones. Temples rested on pyramid-shaped platforms reflected of the Olmec's first pyramid that were often quite large. Atop the temples, priests performed rites and sacrifices while the people watched from the plazas below. Some temples also served as burial places for rulers, nobles, and priests. Palaces may have been used as royal residences, as well as locations for meetings, courts, and other governmental activities. The multi-use aspect of royal residences is reminiscent of the Olmec ceremonial centers. The Maya placed elaborately carved sculpture on many of their buildings. They also sculpted tall stone monuments, as did the Olmec, each of which is called a stela. These carvings preserve striking images of nobles, warriors in plumed headdresses, and powerful rulers. They also represented the Mayan gods, including the creator Esamana, the rain god of Chica, and the sun god Kinich Ajo. How? Scribes record history. The Maya also developed a hieroglyphic writing system, which scholars did not decipher until recent decades. Maya scribes carved inscriptions of stila that include names of rulers, mentions of neighboring city-states, and dates of descriptions of events. They also wrote about astronomy, rituals, and other religious matters in books made of bark paper. Spanish conquerors later burned most of those books, considering any works that were written by non-Christians to be unacceptable. Three books, however, were taken to Europe and have survived into the present. Astronomy and Mathematics Maya texts reveal that priests were dedicated students of astronomy and astrology, the study of stars and planets that assume heavenly bodies influenced 
human affairs. Advances in astronomy were closely linked to mathematics. Maya priests needed to measure time accurately in order to produce an accurate calendar. They developed a 365-day solar calendar as well as a 260-day religious calendar, recording the correct timing for important ceremonies. Maya priests also invented a counting system based on three symbols, a dot to represent one, a bar to represent five, and a shell for zero. With these three symbols, they could keep track of events. Even peasants could use the simple form of arithmetic for trade. The Maya were one of the only early civilizations to understand the concept of zero. Along with counting, the Maya developed other, more sophisticated concepts in mathematics. Maya civilization declines. About AD 900, the Maya abandoned many of their cities. In the Yucatan Peninsula, cities flourished for more, few more centuries, but there too, the Maya eventually stopped building them. By the time the Spanish arrived in the 1500s, the Maya mostly lived in farming villages. Archaeologists do not know for sure why Maya civilizations declined, although theories abound. For example, frequent warfare may have taken its toll on a society, or overpopulation could have led to overfarming and exhaustion of the soil. Throughout the region, however, the remoteness of their jungle and mountain locations allowed many Maya to survive the encounter with the Spanish. Today, more than 2 million Maya people live in Guatemala and southern Mexico. The Aztec Sometime shortly after about A.D. 1200, bands of nomadic people from the north migrated into the Valley of Mexico, which lies in the high plateau of Central America, Mexico. These people identified themselves as separate tribes, such as the Mexica, which, from whom's name, Mexico, gets its name. All the tribes spoke one language, Nahuatl, and believed their origins became in the same legendary birthplace, Aslan. Together, these tribes are known as the Aztecs. Empire building. In A.D. 1325, the Aztecs founded their capital city, Tenochtitlan. According to Aztec legend, the gods had told the Aztecs to search for an eagle, holding a snake in its beak and perching atop a cactus. When they saw this sign, they would know where, the, where to build their capital. Indeed, they fin finally saw the sign on a swamp swampy island in Lake Texcoco, and there they built their city. Today, Mexico City sits atop the same site. As their population grew, the Aztecs found ingenious ways to create more farmland in their lake environment. Just as the Maya had modified their environment by farming, raised beds in the river valley, the Aztec built Chinamapas, artificial islands made of mud piled atop reed mats that were anchored on the shallow lake bed with willow trees. On these floating gar gardens, the Aztec raised maize, squash, and beans, the same crop grown by the predecessors, the Maya. They gradually filled in parts of the lake and created canals for transportation. Wide stone causeways linked Tenochtitlan to the mainland.
Empire expands. In the 1400s, the Aztecs greatly expanded their territory through a combination of fierce conquests and shrewd alliances They spread their rule across most of Mexico, from the Gulf of Mexico in the east to the Pacific Ocean in the west. By 1517, the Aztec Empire numbered an estimated 5 to 6 million people. Government and Society War bought immense wealth as well as power to the Aztec people. Tribute or payment from conquered people helped the Aztecs turn their capital into their magnificent city. From its temple and royal palaces to its zoos and floating gardens, Tenochtitlan seemed a city of wonders. It was also the center of a complex, well-ordered empire. Unlike the Maya city-states, each of which had its own king, the Aztec empire had a single ruler. However, like the Maya, the Aztecs had a clear social hierarchy. A council of nobles, priests, and military leaders elected the empire, whose primary function was to lead in war. Below him, nobles served as officials, judges, and governors of conquered provinces. Next came the warriors, who could raise rise in a noble status by performing well on the battlefield. The priests were a class apart. They performed rituals to please the gods and prevent droughts or other disasters. The Aztec had a powerful middle class, which included long-distance traders who ferried goods across the empire and beyond. With goods from the highlands, such as weapons, tools, and rope, they bartered for tropical products, such as jaguar skins and cocoa beans. The majority of people were commoners who farmed the land. At the bottom of society were serfs and slaves, who were mostly prisoners of war or debtors. Despite their low status, slaves' rights were clearly established by law. For examples, slaves could own land and buy their freedom. Religion and Mythology Like the Olmec and the Maya before them, the Aztecs believed in many gods. They revered Huetzalcoatl as the patron god of their people. His temple towered above central Tenochtitlan. The Aztecs also worshipped Quetzalcoatl, which was akin to the Olmec snake god and the Maya god of Cuculan, the feathered serpent who reigned over the earth and water. The Aztecs also worshipped the other powerful gods of earlier culture, and had it been centered in the city of Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan had dominated life in the Valley of Mexico from about A.D. 200 to A.D. 750. The city was well planned with wide roads, massive temples, and large apartment buildings to house its population of perhaps 200,000. Along the main avenue, the enormous Pyramid of the Sun and the Pyramid of the Moon rose majestically towards the sky. Citizens of Teotihuacan worship gods such as Quetzalcoatl and Talak, the rain god. After Teotihuacan fell, Possibly to invaders, its culture survived 
and greatly influenced later peoples of Mesoamerica. The Aztecs, for example, believed that the gods had created the world multiple times in their mythology. It was in Te O Te Wakan that the gods created the world in which the Aztec lived. In Aztec mythology, the gods frequently sacrificed themselves for the good of people. They believed a god named Nanahuatzen had sacrificed himself to become the sun. To give the sun strength to rise each day, the Aztecs offered human sacrifices. Most of the victims were prisoners of war, who were plentiful because the Aztecs carried on almost continuous warfare. Keepers of Knowledge Priests were the keepers of Aztec knowledge. They recorded laws and historical events in the Aztec hieroglyphic rating system. Some of the priests ran schools. Others used their knowledge of astronomy and mathematics to foretell the future. Ideas developed in Aztec civilization and astronomy enabled the Aztecs to develop two calendars. One major idea was the development of a 260-day ritual calendar based on the movements of the sun. Aztec Aztec astronomers observed that it was 260 days for the sun to cross a certain point in the sky. This calendar was a ritual calendar used to schedule the best days to build houses and conduct ceremonies. A second major idea was the development of a second 365-day calendar that was based on the movements of the constellation Pletus, and the Aztec astronomers watched the course of Pletus across the night sky. When the constellation disappeared and the sun was at the highest point, the Aztecs knew that the rainy season was beginning. When Pletus began to appear, it marked the dry season. These ideas in astronomy developed the in-Aztec civilization, allowed the Aztecs to plant and harvest crops. The Aztec civilization developed important ideas in mathematics too. One major idea was the development of number system based on 20. They used their number system to do precise measurements of land holdings and to calculate the areas of fields for taxation. A second major idea was the use of symbols to write numbers and other symbols, such as the arrow, heart, and hands to stand for fractions. The Aztec civilization developed ideas about multiplication and division, as well as some principles of geometry. Like many other ancient peoples, the Aztecs believed that illness was a punishment from the gods. Still, Aztec priests used herbs and other medications to treat fevers and wounds. Aztecs physicians could see it set broken bones and treat dental cavities. They also prescribed steam baths as cures for various ills, a therapy still used today. Discontent grows. The Aztecs developed a sophisticated and complex culture, but among many of the people they conquered, discontent festered and rebellion often flared up. At the height of the Aztec power, word reached Tenochtitlan that pale-skinned, bearded men had landed on the East Coast. When these armies from Spain arrived, the Spanish found ready allies among peoples who were ruled by the Aztec Empire.